folks, and thanks for listening to another episode of the Daily Breeze Prep Football Podcast. Matt Lopez here with Dave Thorpe. Are you ready for week five? Yeah, last week, and then it's uh, it's league play time for most teams. Crunch time. It's getting serious. It's getting good. It's the last tune-up for most teams in the South Bay. A couple are already in league now, but uh, before we jump into week five, let's just rewind real quick to week four. The, the, this is where... We pick our Breeze Ballers of the Week. Each one of us picks a standout performer. Dave, I know you're just chomping at the bit to get yours out. Well, you know, I can't remember the last time uh, a receiver racked up 304 yards against the San Pedro defense. So I'm going with Londale's Hunter Williams. Sure, it was in a losing cause, but 11 catches, 304 yards, three touchdowns. Pretty impressive, Matt. He was unstoppable last week, that's for sure. Uh, you know, it isn't always about stats with me. Stats are cute and they're pretty and all that. And if you're playing fantasy football, they're just the best. But sometimes it's it's just about the things that don't show up in the box score. The heart, the intangibles. Reed Vabry has that. Sophomore quarterback uh, making his first start. Maricosta, uh, they beat West last week pretty handily. He, he gives you 200, uh, 200 total yards. Two touchdowns, solid effort, but a sophomore making his first start. You can't ask for much more than what you got from Reed Baby last week. Um, yes, the, uh, I think I, I heard the entire Maricosa team breathe a sigh of relief after that game, knowing that they're going to be okay moving forward. That was just a big performance. He was huge for the Mustangs last week. Um, moving on to week five, our prep football picks and... Uh, Dave, before we get into that, we just have to let people know in the season standings um, with the end of the season prize that has yet to be has yet to be announced yet. Um, it's a, it's a big prize though. It's it's a very special prize. It's a huge prize, as some might say. I'm thinking vending machine honey bun. <laughs> That's what I was hoping for. <laughs> uh, you have caught up to me quite a bit. Uh, my season score is 66 wins, 23 losses. You're at 65 wins, 24 losses. So. Yeah, you had some unfortunate losses last week. A real shame. But uh, like I said, you know, I get better as the season goes along. I'm, I'm right there. Yeah, I'm just trying to get into league play healthy and intact and see if I can finish the season strong. See if we can survive one more week. This might be the week that uh, I lose my grip. We're going to start off with a... Uh, Big tilt in the city section. Uh, a couple of undefeated teams will be squaring off. Uh, for Narbonne, they're 4-0. They're hosting Los Angeles High. They've played a pretty tough schedule, they being Narbonne, to start the season. And this is another tough one, but this might be the easiest game they've had this year so far. Well, well not counting Paramount, last week's game. Paramount, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but uh, yeah, Los Angeles, I think, has come on a little stronger than uh, than we thought they would. They're looking pretty sharp, so Narbonne's going to have to go ahead and get up for this game, not take them too lightly. If they do, I don't, I don't see a problem. Narbonne should uh, emerge victorious, and I am indeed going to pick the Gauchos to move to five and zero. Yeah, I don't think there's any question about that in my mind, Dave. I'm uh, I'm all over the Gauchos in this one. Uh, West Torrance at Carson. This is really, Dave, two teams going in opposite directions. You have West really struggling right now, and Carson seems to be on the rise. And uh, 
I really don't see that changing in this one. Um, Drake Peabody, it sounds like, should be back for West, but I'm picking Carson in this one. The offense is, is just firing on all cylinders right now, playing pretty good defense. Um, I, you know, Judging from what I've seen in the last couple of weeks, I don't see how West's defense stops him. All right, well, I don't really see how the Carson defense stops West. I think this is, this is the week where West... Um, Flashes some brilliance on offense, like you said, with Peabody uh, looking very probable to start this game. Um, and with West, they have North coming up next. They they know they have to be sharp. I think this is. I think things come together a little bit for West. Um, they are running into a team that's uh, playing good ball, so I'm expecting a real good game out there at Carson. I think West is going to come away with this. Uh, next game we're going to be talking about is jumping over to the Mission League. It's going to be Loyola traveling to Sarah. Sarah coming off a big Week One victory over Chaminade, thirty twenty-eight. They played a lot better um, against a tough league opponent, but they're still turning the ball over quite a bit. That's that's a concern for me. It is a concern as I keep my eye on them. Um, I, I don't think it'll hamper them here. I think they're going to have enough in this one to move to 2-0 in Mission League play and get the W. Yeah, I think for the most part, um, their defense really shined uh, last week um, and pretty much uh, got it done for them. And I expect more of the same. I'm picking Sarah. South Torrance going to El Segundo. El Segundo obviously undefeated. What does South have to do to have a chance in this one, Dave? Uh, they need to find a way to, to score uh, about 40 points. 45 points or so. I don't think that's going to happen. Really? Um, <laughs> I'm going with the Eagles. Yeah, I like the Eagles in this one, too. South, you know, coming off a tough week. They've had some close losses, but last week was just a tough one for them. 53-3 to against Santa Monica. I don't think this one will be that bad. I think South's going to come out and, and kind of give it the old college try, so to speak. But yeah, I believe you picked South in that game last week, correct? Uh, I like El Segundo in this one, Dave. Let's keep keep the discussion on week five. <laughs> Don't live in the past. Uh, Lawndale at Torrance. Lawndale looked pretty impressive last week in a losing effort to San Pedro. I think that the passing game really opened up for the first time this season with a lot of you know new young faces out there. Uh, Torrance is struggling. I like Lawndale big in this one. Yeah, Lawndale showed that hey, if you're gonna, if you're dead set on stopping the run, we we can throw on you, and uh, that's what they did last week. And I think they're gonna have uh, too many options, too much firepower. I think Lawndale beats Torrance. Newport Harbor is gonna be at Maricosta. This is a clash of two and two football teams. Reed Vabry making his second start for the Mustangs, and I think it will be 2-0 for him as a starter. I like the Mighty Mustangs to roll into league play on a two-game winning streak. Yeah, always a, always a tough game uh, for Maricosta when these two get, get together. Two quality programs, historically. Uh, but yeah, with Maricosta at home, uh, they, they uh, have some momentum now after last week's big win. I'm, I'm going with the Mustangs. Now, i got to tell you, Dave, this next one is uh, really caught my eye looking at the schedule here. It's going to be Morningside traveling to Daniels Field taking on Mary Star. This is a really interesting kind of clash of styles to me. And 
just off the top of my head, not a matchup that we see too often here. Who do you like in this one? Yeah, this this is really one you, you wonder which way it's going to go. You just sit around and you wonder about it. I've been doing that all day. <laughs> and uh, um, in the end, I think it's going to be a close game. And in the end, I think Patrick June is going to get mm-hmm. loose uh, one too many times. And the Monarchs are going to come away with the win. You know, I was sitting here saying to myself, I'm going to pick whichever team you do not pick. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was hoping you were going to pick Marystar. Uh, but you didn't do that. And as it is, I just don't feel confident enough in them. I think this is the kind of game where having a superior athlete is going to make the difference in the final score. Morningside has that in Patrick June. I think the Monarchs get the win. Compton Centennial hitting the road to Peninsula, 3 p.m. Peninsula's rolling right now, Dave. Peninsula's rolling. They haven't really been tested yet, but they are rolling, and they will continue to roll. And they'll, they'll take a 5-0 record into Bay League play for the first time since the, uh, I want to say the Clinton administration. Is that so? <laughs> wow. Well, uh, that's a great little factoid there. Uh, no, they're, they're not playing elite competition, certainly, but... You know, they didn't have a season last year for the most part. This is the, These are the kind of victories that, you know, a young football team needs to build confidence heading into what's going to be a pretty tough league slate against Redon, no PV, Maricosta. Inglewood's no slouch either. And Morningside, that's, the, that's a tough league. So um, I like their scheduling. I like what they're doing. I like them in this one. PV at Cathedral. PV had a tough loss last week at San Clemente. Cathedral's 4 and 0. Does does PV get back on track here before league play starts? Yeah, we just can't get Addison Umar wrong uh, healthy. Uh, I don't think he's going to be ready to go for this one. It's kind of questionable. Also, Nicolesi, uh, one of one of the top receivers and defensive backs, he's also out um, with an ankle issue. So um, probably behooves PV to to let these guys rest one more week heading into league play, um, make sure they're 100% healthy. If that's the case, I'm going to go with Cathedral. Well, now that I've gotten the full bill of health on the Sea Kings, um, I'm right there with you. I'm going to go with Cathedral. I think this will be a good opportunity for PV to fine-tune some things and hopefully get some guys healthy heading into league play, but I'm going Cathedral here. Gardena is going to be 0-4, heading to Newberry Park, who's 4-1. Gardena just really struggling to kind of gain their footing this year. I don't think this is the week where it happens. I've got uh, Newberry Park. Yeah, no feel-good win for Gardena in this one. Newberry Park is too good. San Pedro coming off a big win, as we said, over Lawndale. They're going to Southeast to finish up their non-league slate. And uh, I like what I saw last week from the running game, from the, from the, well, not from the whole defense, but the rushing defense anyway. <laughs> uh, Kai Kane Shiro, great player, very dynamic offensive player. I think they're going to they're gonna win this one pretty handily. Yeah, I think we all saw earlier in the season that Southeast has some firepower. Can't take them lightly. But yeah, San Pedro, too strong overall. Uh, Pirates win. St. Genevieve, 4-0, is going to be at Bishop Montgomery, 3-1. This should be a good one, Dave. 6 p.m. kickoff. Yeah, it should be a good tilt. 6 p.m., um, little homecoming activities for Bishop uh, leads to the earlier start. So, um, Bishop's, Bishop's, this is a 
this is going to be a tight game, but Bishop's going to hand the St. Genevieve their first loss. Wow. This is another one where I was kind of thinking I'd pick the opposite of you, but I was really hoping he'd pick St. Genevieve. Um, as much as I am just a huge fan of what St. Genevieve does with their football program, uh, I'm going to go with the Knights. I like Bishop Montgomery. They're on a roll right now. I think they move to a 4-1. In the South Catholic League, St. Bernard uh, going to Cantwell. Two teams that badly need a win here. Trying to get back on track. St. Bernard started off the season with a victory and just been kind of struggling since then. Uh, do they get back on track here, Dave? No, I think Cantwell gets on track here. All right. <laughs> I'm, I, uh, geez, I'm with you, actually. I, I was thinking... The same thing, I think, you know, St. Bernard with the numbers down, tough for them as the season goes on, injuries pile up, all that kind of stuff. I don't think it's going to be easy for them to get any wins here down the stretch, so I like Cantwell also in this one. Chadwick coming off a big win in the eight-man football ranks, you, which you called last week. Yeah, yeah, I saw that coming. Anyway, uh, didn't. they're hosting San Jacinto, or is it Jacinto? Um, I, I believe it's a silent J. Okay, so San Jacinto Valley. That's a 4 p.m. kickoff on Friday up on the hill. I like Chadwick in this one. They're rolling. That defense for eight-man football, they're smoking, baby. And yeah. He, and E.J. Vaughn might, might be the best running back in the South Bay. Well, that, that's a bold statement. A tremendous athlete, though. Put up some uh, ungodly numbers last week. Goodness. Seven, seven touchdowns? Goodness. Um, Has anybody else in South Bay scored seven touchdowns this year? In one game? Mm-hmm. I don't believe so. All right, so. well, then I guess he's the best. Yeah, I'm going to go with Chadwick. It's not necessarily going to be an easy game, but yeah, I don't see Chadwick losing at Commander Field, do you? Uh, I don't see it happening, no. I'm going with Chadwick in this one. Um, the other eight-man football game, Hillcrest Christian, is going to be hitting the road, uh, going to Rolling Hills Prep, 315. Rolling Hills Prep was on the opposite end of that game last week with Chadwick. Yes, they were. Yeah, they're they're gonna they're gonna need to bounce back. Huskies really need a win here. They do. And it's against a tough team, um, but I think we're gonna see what Rolling Hills Prep is made of. They're they're gonna come out strong, and come out with a win. I like them in this one too. I gotta say, um, don't don't let the record fool you. They're two and two. Okay, but they're playing some tough competition. They got a lot of offensive. Firepower. Uh, the Huskies are going to bark loudly in this one. Uh, that's it for Friday's football games. We got one on Saturday, and uh, this one, talk about teams needing to win. These are two teams, Dave, that are, you know, really struggling right now. And Animo is 0 4. They're struggling to score points, they're struggling to stop anybody. Um, they're going to be hitting the road to Calvary Christian Academy, who's 1 4. They have tasted the sweet nectar of victory, but. Only once. Uh, 6 p.m. kickoff on Saturday. Who do you like in this one? Uh, the struggle is real for animal leadership. I see Calvary Christian Academy emerging victorious. Yeah, rough year for Animo. Um, I, I hope they can get in the win column at some point this year. Tough tough season for them, but I don't think it's going to happen here. I like CCA too. And then we're finishing off with two JC football games. Uh, Bakersfield, 3-1. and one. Heading to El Camino, um, who is who has played a real tough slate so far. Bakersfield continues that stretch of it, though. Can El Camino get 
get a big win here at home, 6 p.m.? Well, we saw what the Renegades did to Harbor last oh, week. Uh, uh, took them apart pretty good. Um, but now we're on El Camino's turf. And like you said, it's been a tough schedule for El Camino. They've played a lot of, lot of uh, elite teams. Uh, Bakersfield is kind of on the ed edge of that category. Are they elite or are they just kind of good? I think they're close. They're certainly close to being elite. Yeah, so I think we're, we'll find out, but I think El Camino is going to come out strong and and uh, come away with a victory. Yeah, I think so too. I think this is you know this is the kind of game where they can really come out and really like, just just really have a strong performance. Long long road trip for Bakersfield. Tough tough drive to make. I've made it countless times. Tough drive to make. I like the Warriors in this one. And Harbor heading to Santa Monica. And speaking of El Camino, their new head coach Gifford Lindheim. Of course, had great success at Santa Monica. Well, they're all in four right now. They're struggling. They didn't lose a game last year. They, they are, haven't won a game this year. They are really missing Gifford. Really missing Gifford, and he ain't walking through that door. I like the Seahawks in this one. I think Harbor's going to get their second win of the season as well. Yeah. Yeah, I think they're going to go there. <clears throat> they, uh, As we all know, they love to play in the afternoon. It's kind of a departure from the from the night games, yeah. and uh, Harbor's going to go over there and and win. All right, I'm with you. Uh, that does it for this week's picks. Week five predictions in the books. If you have any of your own or any uh, thoughts, any hate mail, you can always tweet us at Breeze Preps. Dave is at dthorpe888, and I am at Lopez underscore Matt. And we will see you next week. See ya. <laughs>